Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation, episode 412 of Breaking Truth. My name is Matthew Spear of Don't Unfriend Me. Welcome to the show. We do a little 5, 10, 15-minute show, Breaking Truth, Monday through Friday. We go live 8.30 Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can see a see us across all social media if you'd like to stop by and say hello. But first, before we get started, Percival Flag Company, the one that made the flag right behind me here. They're an amazing company. Jason and Katie are good friends of the show. If you use dumb05 at percivilleflag.com, you can pick yourself up a flag. They are shipping before Christmas. If you act now and desktop flags, the small ones like the ones you see behind me here are available right now, new release, and I think you'll like them. Give them a chance. They are an amazing company and they are out of their garage. They are not a big corporation. Small business needs your help all across the country. Let's make sure we all pitch in. What are we talking about tonight? We're talking about the hypocrisy of the media not covering Twittergate and Elon Musk and the Hunter Biden story not heard around the world during the 2020 election as the October surprise. But more importantly, they're now going after Donald Trump saying he wants to dismantle and destroy the Constitution. Is that what he said? Because he says a lot of things sometimes. I will go through it with you after this. Thank you for joining. Don't unfriend me. Let's get right into it. <sighs> Elon Musk. We had a chance to do this live, which was pretty cool. A lot of people didn't see it coming because it was in the middle of dinner, but we got it live and you can go see that show uh, last Friday where Elon Musk at five o'clock, 6.30, 6.45, all the way till eight, released 30 some odd tweets through a reporter and a third party reporter in regards to the information that was suppressed around Hunter Biden, the U.S. government asking to suppress this story, Russian disinformation, and essentially all other social media's following. This is something that was considered conspiracy theory. Uh, the Twitter reports and all the notes essentially said that Twitter is shadow banning people, that they're throttling people's accounts, that this is a, a extremely underhanded process that happens across all social media. And it really confirmed everyone's suspicions. But most importantly, that we heard that Russia, Russia, Russia interfered with the election. But actually, it was Biden, 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 Obama, 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 and anyone else who could get in line from the DNC. It's troubling. Now, Donald Trump also found this troubling, as we would expect, and so did Liz Cheney and most Democrats, as we'll see in a video coming up. Liz Cheney, because she's on her way out and she has nothing but do but to go ahead and feed the cattle or do something else, clean her shit kickers, but whatever, Donald Trump believes we should terminate all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution, to overturn the 2020 election. That's not what he said. That was his view on January 6th and remains his view today. No honest person can now deny that Trump is an enemy of the Constitution. Well, according to Liz Cheney, of course he is. It doesn't matter. He could wake up and eat bran flakes and somehow that would be un-American. Liz Cheney is a partisan hack. And we know this. Donald Trump gets himself in trouble. There's no doubt. He says things that I don't agree with. I've told Many people and anyone who could listen on my show, he needs to shut up about the stolen election. I'm sick of hearing it. You can't overturn 2020. It's not going to happen. If it was going to out, it would have outed. And now you got to focus on, focus on 2024. And it's kind of antithetical for Donald Trump to say, hey, it was all stolen. Hey, don't do this. Hey, let's overturn it. You're trying to run in 2024. You don't want your base 
to be dissuaded from voting. You want to encourage them to vote. You want to actually have them get out and do mail-in ballots. You want to have them go out and vote early. All the things that Democrats are winning at, unfortunately, to go ahead and win these big elections. And we know from the last races that we saw in 2022, this whole election denier thing isn't successful. The 16 out of 17 who ran through that have all lost. And we'll see tomorrow how 17 does comes down to this. I'm not against Donald Trump. I just want him to be a candidate that people will vote for and stuff like this doesn't work. Now, that's me aligning with some of the negative you're hearing. And here's me blowing up the media because I think they're full of crap as a Christmas goose. It says Donald Trump, after hearing the Twitter released all the information from Elon Musk, it says, so with the revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception, That wasn't proven, by the way, Donald, but that's okay. And working closely with big tech companies. Now, that is the DNC and the Democratic Party. Now, if you want to talk about widespread fraud and deception, that is fraud and deception. The first statement doesn't necessarily ring true based upon the evidence that we had at the time, because that's the whole thing we've been talking about. Let's get the smoking gun. Well, this has a lot to do with it. So what he said in this first sentence actually is accurate. Followed up by, do you know, uh, do you throw the president election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner or do you have a new election? Question mark. It's a question. He's posting on his social media. He's not passing legislation. He's not making a part of his party platform. He has a voice on Truth Social and he's using it. This is the part highlighted in purple here. A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. Now, is he saying that you have to throw away the Constitution and all the rules and everything that's in there about elections statewide and national? No, that's not what he said. What he said was, if he didn't say if. He said, a massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows, allows, which means the behavior from Twitter, the behavior from the censorship, the Jeff, Jeff Dorsey's company, whether he knew about it or not, the DNC, the intelligence officials, the Biden administration all took hand in suppressing the information about Hunter Biden. We know this. That is fraud. Whether you like it or not, would it have overturned the election? Who knows? But I guarantee when you talk to Americans and 17% of them said that this information would have dissuaded them from voting for Joe Biden, that would have been enough to change the election. Whether you like it or not, he's right. And he's not saying let's throw out the Constitution now. What he's saying is, is that by them doing this, it throws out the Constitution. Things like freedom of speech. Makes sense? Our great founders, and then he goes ahead and, and, and emphasizes this with the last sentence, everything I just said, which the media is leaving out. Our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. Now, I understand from Donald Trump's verbiage in the past that this seems a little bit vitriolic, but honestly, based upon the information we got from the Twitter chronicles, how can you go ahead and argue with him? He has a point. It's not about 2,000 mules. It's not about Dominion servers. It's not about ballot harvesting. It's not about George Soros in South America with the Nazis and all this other stuff. It comes down to something that is proven. It's factual. And it's what I've been asking for for the last two years is to prove something. This is it. And the media is not saying word one. 
To emphasize this point, let's go ahead and talk to four voices of the past. No, not the voice of Christmas present, past, and future, uh, and tiny Tim, but these lovely gentlemen. Remember when Donald Trump said he didn't trust the intelligence community? Can you really blame him? I mean, I'm part of the intelligence community, or I used to be, and I don't trust him very much. Jim Clapper. Former director of national intelligence, Mike Hayden with the CIA. You also have John Brennan, who is a director of the CIA. And uh, who's the other jerk? Oh, yeah, Leon Panetta. These guys said this in a letter in October 19th, 2020. Throughout the letter, they go through and say, without proving anything, they say, well, we're not sure if this Hunter Biden story is true, but we're pretty sure it's Russian disinformation. Those two things don't make much sense. In the final paragraph of this letter, which you can find on my website, it says, we do not know whether these reports and press reports are accurate. Just affirming exactly what they've said through a three-page letter signed by everybody and their grandmother. But they do suggest concern with executive branch departments and agencies that mirrors ours. It is high time that Russia stops interfering in our democracy. There's no proof of that. But that's what we heard. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia's, Russia's interfering. We're going to go ahead and spend millions and impeach Trump because Russia. It wasn't Russia interfering. It was these four yahoos. Why aren't they on trial? Why isn't the media talking about them? Instead, the media is talking about this. Good Sunday morning. Donald Trump launched his third bid for the White House just 19 days ago, believe it or not. And already his campaign and the Republican Party are being tested as he refuses to disavow the anti-Semitic and racist part of the party that he has aligned himself with for years now. Trump has been endorsed by just a single Republican senator for this third bid. First off, Donald Trump, excuse me, I was a little high there. Donald Trump has disavowed the racist elements of his party more times than Chuck Todd has sat up here and been short. The problem is, is that nobody will go ahead and talk about it. Nobody will give him credit for doing it. But he has done it over 300 times, disavowing Nazis and racists. This dinner where, yay Kanye, Mayo Yiannopoulos and uh, Nick Fuentes showed up on, who is a, a sworn anti-Semite and a white nationalist. I've been talking about it for weeks. Donald Trump said, listen, I invited Kanye West. I had no idea about the other guys coming. Whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter. That's what he said. And until that's disproven, until you have some sort of invite or email or whatever, and Hillary Clinton decides to take Donald Trump's server and post it on the open web, uh, we're probably not going to find out. But what it comes down to is you have to take him at his word. And it seemed to me and everybody else who has been paying attention that Donald Trump most assuredly has no idea who Nick Fuentes is. He's small times. He's small potatoes. However, everyone's going ahead and associated because a white supremacist sat at the table that all of a sudden Donald Trump is now again a white supremacist, which is a little bit of a red herring. Alabama's Tommy Tupperville. On the House side, his supporters include people like Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Paul Gosar. His former vice president, Mike Pence, former secretary of state, Mike Pompeo, and former U.N. ambassador, Nikki Haley, not only they are not endorsing Trump, they're all making moves to run against him. In the primary. None of that has been announced. Mike Pence has not said anything. Nikki Haley hasn't said anything. Yes, they are flirting with ideas. Yes, they're putting themselves out there like they should because a primary is important to an election and we should have the best candidates possible going ahead and running against Donald Trump. So the best person wins. I think everyone would agree. Though he announced his 2024 campaign so early as a way to complicate several federal criminal investigations into him, 
This week, a federal appeals court fast-tracked the Mar-a-Lago investigation, ending an outside review of classified documents the FBI had seized from his home and freeing the Justice Department and the new special counsel to use them in its criminal investigation. So now, Trump is testing the limits of his ability to be a relevant political figure. And he's testing the limits of the Republican Party as he yet again embraces this extremism and anti-Semitism. After... Did you see how they slipped anti-Semitism in there with absolutely no evidence whatsoever? Donald Trump, three peace treaties with Israel in the Middle East went ahead and put hate crimes in Florida and other predominantly Jewish areas and extended rights of the Jewish people to be protected in the face of hate crime. Also, recognize Jerusalem as a capital. He has two family members that are Jewish. This is ridiculous. The guy is the worst Nazi on the planet, yet the rhetoric continues. The rapper Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, lost lucrative partnerships with Adidas and others because of an anti-Semitic tirade Donald Trump still welcomed him to Mar-a-Lago for a pre-Thanksgiving dinner. Well, I don't know. It's kind of like asking Black Lives Matter and Common the Rapper into the White House or any of the other things that they have done, supporting BLM or providing bail for BLM. Listen, if you had to go ahead and disassociate with every single person that said something stupid, well, then Joe Biden wouldn't be working with the Ku Klux Klan and Byrd and people like Wallace and supporting them and speaking at their eulogies, right? But the media doesn't call out that either. And Kanye brought along Nick Fuentes, a prominent white supremacist, Holocaust denier, and anti-Semite. Trump has claimed not to know who Fuentes was, but he has not yet disavowed either Fuentes or Ye. Instead... That is absolutely not true. Donald Trump released a statement that said he absolutely is against anti-Semitism, explained everything he did for the Jewish American people and Israel. He doesn't know Nick Fuentes. How can he disavow them? But that doesn't matter. If he disavows them, then he's admitting wrong. If he doesn't, then he's a racist. He can't win. This is the thing that Donald Trump understands better than anybody. Why would you ever Listen to the cancel culture and the woke left. Never apologize to them. I never will. The reason why is because it doesn't matter what you do. They get what they want. They smell blood in the water and they go into a feeding frenzy. Donald Trump's smarter than that. Trump recorded a video expressing solidarity with the mob that attacked the Capitol on January 6th. He did that earlier this week. And then on Saturday, seemingly out of nowhere, called for the suspension of the Constitution. No, he didn't. yet another attempt to overturn the 2020 election. Trump has been politically underestimated before with these antics, and in the end, the party has stood by him when he's been their nominee. But the backlash this time is growing. Good Sunday morning. Well, it's growing because that's all the media is talking about, as always. They never focus on the facts. They focus on all the conjecture and supposition. I have said many things about Donald Trump. I wish he would stop talking about January 6th. I wish he would stop talking about the stolen election. He can do the most good when he's in office. He needs to focus on the one main issue that's facing his candidacy. He's not electable with most of America. He's not well-liked. His numbers are right around Biden and right around Hillary Clinton, and that is not good. We saw what happened to them. We saw what happened in 2020. You can say everything you want about the election, but it doesn't matter. He got the most votes of any president second to Joe frickin' Biden. Many people in 2022 won by sitting in the basement. They didn't do anything. Look at Hobbs. Now, you may challenge the election in Arizona, but that's easy to do whenever your side loses. And when they win, you don't say a word. 
It comes down to this. Donald Trump needs to stop making these type of mistakes. He needs to ensure that he is doing it better than anyone else. If he is going to get through the primaries and he is going to look electable, it's almost like before the race even starts, he's pulling a hamstring. There's been a, a, strew, a slew of, of mistakes made in just the last three and a half weeks. He came out too early. He should have held on to it. And unfortunately, here we are. Donald Trump needs to stop talking about the things that aren't going to get him elected and start talking about policies, talk about his wins in 2016. He has a long litany of success, and he has to get the media to actually hear that for once and stop the endless string of October surprises throughout the year. Folks, that's it for my show tonight. Thank you for watching. I hope you liked it. If you didn't, well, you can leave some comments in the bottom of the social media site that you're on or the podcast that you're listening to, do me a favor, go over to donutfriendly.com, pick up some new shirts, some hats, some coffee, or some mugs. 10% goes to the Travis Mannion Foundation. The rest goes into my pocket and capitalism prevails. That's the good news. Last but not least, if you would do me a favor, the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255, press 1. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. It's way too many. You can make a difference. Please reach out to a veteran. Traumatic brain injury, anxiety, depression, PTS, all very real. Veterans need your help, and it starts with conversations. Provide this number to them. Make that call. It's free of charge, and they will never be held accountable to their duty station for making this phone call. It's that simple. If you are also a civilian, you don't have to be a veteran. You can call them, too, and they will take care of you. Folks, I appreciate it. Stop by 830 tonight for the live show. Thanks for watching. Let me know what you think in the notes, and I will see you on the other side tomorrow.